Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty Devotional family? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Always a pleasure to have you with me. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the Dirty Family. I don't care if you never listen again. You're a part of it. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to uh, hear your story, get to know you, answer any questions you may have. Listen, you can send all of that to me um, at Instagram or Facebook at Dirty Devotional. Um, reach out, seriously. Um, I tell this, I say this all the time, and I mean it, is I don't just want to be a person you listen to. I want to be, um, I want to be someone you know. And so if you have prayer, if you need me to be praying for you, if you need anything at all, um, reach out. And I promise I will do the best I can with what I have um, to help you, to support you, to encourage you. Um, but I hope, even if you don't, I hope you know that you're loved, that you're cared for, that there is a God actively um, working in your life who desires for you to know Him and to be close to Him and have a thriving relationship with Him. And I hope today that you get a little bit of that. But we have been in this conversation about prayer for the past few devotionals, past few episodes, and I've really enjoyed it, and I hope it's been helpful for you. I hope your prayer life um, has been coming alive if you have been listening, that it, it's been something that you've been doing vocally um, for the past few uh, past week or so that you've been audibly talking to God, even if it feels weird, even if it feels difficult, that you would just audibly speak and just be honest with with Him about what, you, what you're looking for, what you're going through, um, your frustrations, your doubts, your triumphs, any of those things, all, all of it above. Um, and kind of doing that, because I think it's so powerful, and I'm so excited to hear how, the, how your prayer life has changed as we continue this conversation. Um, but the reason we did this is because prayer's tough, y'all. Uh, sometimes you feel like an idiot. Sometimes you say really stupid things when you pray. Uh, sometimes it's like you are talking in old English when you pray. I don't, I don't know why people do weird things. And um, maybe you've been asked to pray in public before and you start breaking that cold sweat and you think people are going to think I'm stupid. Um, there's a reason I want to do this because there's so many misconceptions about prayer. Like um, if you just sinned and you pray, God's not listening. That's stupid. He's listening. Um, God deeply desires to hear from you and to have a relationship, a actual relationship with you. And that involves talking. It's crazy. I know. Uh, but we've been walking through the Lord's Prayer, which is in Matthew. I believe it's in chapter six. I don't have my notes open currently. Um, but the disciples uh, or G- people who are following Jesus uh, come up to him while he's still alive. He's still in the world. He's still doing his thing. And they ask him, uh, Lord, teach us how to pray. Uh, which is comforting for me. I hope it's comforting for you for the fact that these guys walked with Jesus and they weren't ashamed to ask this question. And Jesus basically gives them a word-for-word prayer that is something that you can recite, something that you can learn to recite on your own. It makes a prayer life a little bit easier. Um, but it's more of guidelines for us to understand how to approach God in prayer and what the point of prayer is. And like gives us some ideas of things um, that our prayers should like revolve around. It kind of gives us some anchors to kind of hold on to. And we've been walking through those. And today we're going to talk about the one line specifically that when I heard the Lord's Prayer, whew, it was my favorite. 
It was my favorite, and not for the reason you think. And that is when Jesus says, give us today our daily bread. Come on, where are my carb lovers at? Yes, we love it. We love bread. We love cupcakes. We love flour. We love all of those things, and we just want to eat all of them. If they didn't, make us fat. But I love that. And when I first heard that prayer, I was uh, playing sports, and we did like a prayer where we did this before the games. Um, at the end of practices, and that was it. Lord, give us today our daily bread. And I'm like, Lord, give me the bread because I'm hungry. Um, I want that bread today. Now, I've learned a lot since then. And so I want to tell you a little bit about where this comes from and and kind of maybe bring a new perspective to it of what I believe is being said in here and things I've learned is that in the Old Testament, there was a group of people called the Israelites who were declared to be God's people, um, meaning that their role was to be a tribe of people amongst other tribes of people that reflected God to the world. Now, that that tribe, Israel, was expanded to all of us when Jesus um, opened the door for salvation, for us to have a relationship with him. We all can become that. But in the Old Testament, it was just the Israelites. And there was a point where the Israelites were enslaved um, by Egypt, And God brings them out of slavery, and they find themselves in the desert for 40 years trying to find this place called the Promised Land. Now, they're in the desert, so there's not a lot of food. And so what God did was he did brought this stuff called manna, um, which was basically bread, uh, that would fall down on them every day, and it would be enough for the day. And at at the end of the day, it would go bad, and they would have to basically rip. They couldn't hoard any of it. And it was this beautiful picture of this daily provision from God to these people to help them continue and move on to the next day to something better. Now, also with these this tribe, there was a thing called the tabernacle, okay? And what this tabernacle was, was it was the pre, it was known to be the place where God resided amongst the people. And this tabernacle was portable, and it would go everywhere with them. Now, inside this tabernacle, there was a bunch of things, but specifically, there was bread, and it was known as the bread of the presence. And I love it because what it means is that it was reflecting of God's provision and presence in the lives of the Israelites. Now, back to the prayer. When Jesus tells us to pray, give us today our daily bread, it's a reflection of all of that stuff. And what we're saying is, God, today, help us feel your presence Lord, help us get through the difficult situations that we are going to encounter today and help us fulfill the thing that you said earlier, which is allowing us to bring heaven to earth. If you haven't listened to that episode, this is the one right before it. That today, give me what I need to be able to make today good. Now, some of you think, yeah, today I'm thinking about, I'm worried about all the things that are coming up in the future. I have 4,000 things. Um, Jesus is very clear. He talks about this a lot. And he says, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about all these things. Now, he doesn't say don't plan. Now, some of you, you just live day to day and you use God as an excuse. You can plan for the future, but what God is telling, what Jesus challenges us is don't worry about the future. Here's what worry is. Worry is creating a, a place where God is not present. That's what worry is. Worry is creating a place in the future where God isn't present, but God is present. And so he says, don't do that. Instead, plan for the future, knowing that I'm going to give you what you need today to make today great. And so when we pray, what this means for us is that we take time um, and we say, God, 
I know that I'm going to be in a challenging meeting. I know that uh, me and my wife are going out on a date. I know that I have the kids by myself today. I know I'm starting a new job. Whatever it is you're going through in your life, and you take a second and you say, God, give me what I need today to make it great. Give me the patience I need to get through. Lord, help me feel your presence um, as I walk into this difficult conversation. Lord, help me be the spouse I need to be in this difficult day. So like basically what you're doing is you're asking God to provide you this bread, this provision of what you need to make the day great. And it's a beautiful thing because so many times what we can do is we can, we can just pray and we can talk about all the things that have already happened. But something that, that can be really cool is that when we start using prayer as a pre- preparation uh, phase of what is going to happen that day. That's the reason the Bible talks about getting up in the morning and meditating on His Word. Is It's a great thing in the morning where you can say, God, as I start my day, um, prepare me for whatever's going to come. Lord, give me my daily bread, my daily provision, your, my daily presence of you. Um, Lord, help me experience you and help me reflect you. Give me what I need for the challenges and the opportunities that are going to come my way. And when we do this, what's cool is we'll start seeing God plant those things in us as things come up in our day-to-day life. Let me pray for you. God, we thank you. Lord, we ask that today you would give us our daily bread that you would give us what I need for the situations that we're going through right now. Lord, that we wouldn't be caught up in worrying about tomorrow and next week and next year and all the things that could happen that may happen. Lord, help us not worry and stress about those things. Instead, help us focus on today. Lord, give us what we need for today because if we worry about today and we make today great and we focus on the opportunities and challenges today, Lord, just maybe... Maybe things will get in place so that tomorrow is not that bad. Lord, help us to see the things we need. Lord, and give us the courage to ask for them, believing that you're a good father and you're a great God that wants to interact with us, that wants to help us. Lord, help us feel your presence today. Help us see that you're with us and that you're actively working alongside of us and in us um, to help us experience the best of life, even in the darkest of days. Lord, we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.